And what do you know of complex spells and dead bones? He asked. Look, I said, speaking to the old wizard directly, mind to mind, which I had never dared do before. I probed for magic, as I had down in the valley by the Holy Grove, and here, as there, were magic forces channeled by a powerful spell. Don't deny it now, I felt rather than heard reluctant assent. But then the wizard turned his own mind toward me, and I staggered back, my own spell disintegrating. Anyone else's mind is always profoundly strange when met directly, even the mind of a friend. The old wizard's mind revealed both powers beyond what I had expected, as much as I had always respected his abilities, and a strange twist I could not identify, but which terrified me. Back in my own body, I stared at him. What had I felt there? Was it depravity? Insanity? or just the strangeness of the old magic. His eyes held mine for five seconds. Then he started to laugh again. I tried to slow my heartbeats with calm breaths. So, you can't deny it, I said, speaking aloud. You still haven't told me why. Before the old wizard could answer, I heard a thin, sharp squeak. It sounded almost inhuman, but as I spun around, I realized it was Everard. He had opened the green door of the wizard's house a crack and was staring within. A second squeak was forced from him as he took a backward step, and the door slowly began to swing open. The old wizard leaped forward with a cry. He threw his body against the door and threw a powerful binding spell around the entire house. The door slammed shut again, but not before I had had a glimpse of the creature inside. It was a creature out of a nightmare. It was six feet tall and had arms and legs, but other than burning eyes, it had no face. The eyes stared at me as though in comprehension. This was no botched student project. It looked as though it might once have been human. Everard clung to me, his head twisted to stare at the house. His face had gone dead white under the freckles. The old wizard, his dirty beard whipping around him, glared at us with eyes of fire. A whirlwind swirled around him and his whole house. Get out, said the old wizard, his voice magically amplified to carry over the roar of the wind. Get out if you value your lives. Everard tugged at my shirt in evident agreement. But we can't, I shouted. Master, we have to help you. With your weak school spells? Go, and go now. I took a step back. The whirlwind seemed to be diminishing in power. The binding spell, I could tell, held firm. It might have been my terrified imagination, but the old wizard seemed to be growing as tall as his house, taller until his head disappeared among the branches of the oak that leaned over the roof. Staring, fascinated, I let Everard pull me slowly away, whatever might be beyond the door. The wizard clearly had the powers to deal with it. Everard turned and bolted, and I was right behind him, 